Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the Hot Take Hotbox. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am joined by multiple guests. And this is a first in a while that I have multiple guests with me. I am with Nick Nelson, Justin Elwell, two great trusted friends. Uh, Nick Nelson, who is 2-0 in street fights. And I have Justin Elwell, who's a 2019 club champion at Scotland Run. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys. Thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, so uh, everyone heard me talk the other day. Probably, if you, if you even listen. It, I talked all, I said everything I need to say, sports-wise, whatnot. I want to hear right now, and I, I want to just have a little bit of conversation. I want to hear what you guys, let me hear Wentz. Why is KD playing now? <laughs> oh, wait, he, what, he passed the COVID test? Then they're just putting him in the game? What the Dude, f- they're fucking with the Are lines. you fucking kidding me? They, Someone had him in a broom closet. Did they fold my bed already? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's no, bullshit, no, dude. Now I had him for over seven and a half rebounds. Now he's going to play. I had him over 24 him. points. He better snap. He's not going to play as many minutes. That's, that's insane, dude. That's insane. Bro, what? That ain't right. I got to look at this. Right? Are they allowed to do that? They had to put him on injury report. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, this, is, this was filmed or recorded on a... Uh, Oh no, what was this, uh, Friday night? Yeah, yeah February Friday 5th. night, February yeah. 5th. And KD was supposed to not play. I was told that he was in the health and safety protocols, and he just, you know, they told him late scratch. Midway through the first quarter, you know, you you, you, you go and you bet the Raptors, because you think they're going to, and then the Superman comes out of the, out of the you know, <laughs> he doesn't even have his clothes on, dude. He was just tucking his shirt in, and they put KD in. Who knows if he even stretched out or anything? That was fucking Easy money brutal. snipers out there. Dude, what? That's, that's that's crazy. I never seen anything. I like think that. they had a fight with whoever told him to come play. What was just with Durant had been registering antibodies. Yes, yeah, so okay. because he, so he already he had still it. test positive right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and it's like, dude, I just had it. Here he comes first bucket already. Oh, he walked. Oh, let's, let's okay. go. All right. Yeah, just play some ball. He look at him. He's like he he looks slow as hell right now. Ridiculous. All right. He's probably got the running. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen. This, like, again, this is the Hot Take Hot Box. I introduced everyone, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, Wentz. You know, a little bit of Wentz, a little bit of, um, any, any, honestly, anything. We'll talk about a little UFC, golf, whatnot. Yeah. Get it all out there. But uh, right now, I just want to hear, what do you, like, right now, you were, Justin was one of the biggest Wentz supporters that I've ever known. And he was ride or die with that guy, and you are completely on the other side. I kind of want to hear, where are you at right now? What, what, how do you feel? How do you feel? Um, that's a deep question. Um, there's a lot, a lot that goes into this. And yeah, I was a huge supporter because I thought he did a lot on the field for us, but, uh, things shifted last year. He played like shit and then, uh, gets benched and, and bitches, you know, and, and says he was treated unfairly, all this other stuff. And I can't really fathom right now how this, this thing has gone on now. And now all of a sudden it's we're turning the tables here as if we benched a dude that had 40 touchdowns and no picks. And as I, we were texting earlier about it, I just think at this point, it's just time to let go. Like we just got, I don't even care anymore. It's like the whole story. I'm, I'm done with it. I don't even feel like looking at it anymore. All he just turned to a huge baby. He's a, an issue now with everybody on the team. No, no way any of his teammates like him anymore. So I think it's time to just get whatever you can get for him. Start fresh. Maybe give Hurts one year here. See what he can do. If you're bad, you're going to have a top five pick anyway if Hurts plays like shit. So you draft a quarterback next year. You got Sam Howell coming out next year. There's going to be a couple a couple good quarterbacks coming out in that class next year. So I think you just give Hurts a chance this year and get a pick maybe. Or 
I don't really know what you do, but get him out of here is, is what my first thought is. So, yeah, that's where I stand now. So, yes, the tides have turned in, in, uh, in a two-year span here. I went from the biggest supporter to I can't stand the guy. So, yeah, what do you, what do you got, Nick? Well, real quick, though, I just want to say, I think Sam Howell looks like, uh, like if you bought Baker Mayfield at a used car dealership or something like that that, that has is notorious for lemons or they don't have the Carfax or something like that. Yeah, yeah uh, I feel the same way about Carson. I think the way he's handled this whole situation I feel like has it's, been piss poor. Yeah. You got to talk to the media. Everyone else has to do it. Why can't you? We also talked about this as the season went on. Like, all of us. And, and we watched basically every game together, us three, for the most part. Maybe we missed a couple here and there. But, like, as the season was going on, we were like – you gotta, you gotta bench the dude, right? If you're trying to win football games, he's not helping you win football games. So it, it gets to a point where it's not even about how much you paid a guy or anything like that. It's at the point where you're in a race to get into the playoffs, as bad as you were, Stop and right. and this guy's literally losing you football yeah. games with turnovers, everything that's going on, and slow decision. making. Yeah, right. Slow decision making. Apparently, you know, stuff comes out at the end of the year where. There were these issues with he was just basically checking away from plays just in spite of Doug because he didn't like. So there was obviously more going on there, but this idea now that he was treated unfairly for being statistically the worst quarterback in football and being benched. Well, why is that unfair? That's that's what sports are. If you're not good enough, somebody else plays in, in front of you. Strictly you know? like, performance-based. Yeah, it, when, when cornerbacks suck – they bring somebody up to play ahead of him. When and running back sucks and he's fumbling the ball, he doesn't play usually the rest of the game, right? Like, so why was this such a different situation? And that's where my issue is: is now it becomes this huge, this huge thing. And in reality, it's like, just come out and be like, I was fucking awful last year. Yeah. I'm gonna be better for it going forward. I learned from it. Instead, now he wants to act like everyone's out to get him. Come on, cause you got a hundred and what do you got? hundred and ten million dollars guaranteed. Yeah. They gave you everything they could have given you. And now, maybe they didn't give him all the, all the weapons they could have given him, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, this idea now that we're just going to forget everything that's happened in the past four years and he's going to just be a bitch now and say, well, I don't want to play here anymore because I got benched. It's like, did you not play sports your whole life? Like, I don't understand. I never understood the Weird. whole, like, uh... It's just odd. Like, him with his, getting his feelings hurt never really made sense to me because they, like you said, they, they gave him everything you had, and, and, like, everything that you could fucking have. And he's, like... I don't know, like, other guys, I look at other franchise quarterbacks, guys like Aaron Rodgers and just other dudes like that who had lean years, like, bad years, who, like, they had no help, but they still just fought through it, and you never heard, like, obviously those guys have never been benched, but they never played as bad as he did. No. And they've they've had bad, like, like Rodgers took a trash bin to the AFC Championship game that year. NFC, uh, yeah, NFC, 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 NFC yeah. Championship game. Yeah. And, and multiple other quarterbacks, I'm sure, have done it. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. If you're going to tell me he's the best, or not the best, one of the elite quarterbacks yeah, in the NFL, right. and you can't want. have one bad year, and it's a complete meltdown, nuclear situation where we have to blow everything up. We have to fire our Super Bowl coach, yeah. and we have, and you know, now we're, you know, what are we going to do? And you know what's actually amazing to me is that people are going to trade first-round picks for him. Yeah, it's, that's, it, this whole thing is, is wild. I guess that's still, still to be seen, but that's what it looks like is going to happen, and yeah, again, it's it. I, I've seen this whole thing has been so blown out of proportion now, too, to the point where people are trying to compare, like Wentz, uh, whatever. What do you call him? Wentz real? What Wentz? Uh, the the big Wentz supporters put it that way. It still are gonna ride Wentz or wagon. die for it. Yeah, the Wentz wagons, I guess we'll say. But 
there's still, I had an argument on Twitter one day of people, this guy trying to tell me and compare his, Aaron Rodgers also has had bad years before and look where he's at. It's like, dude, go look at Aaron Rodgers' bad years. I think he threw six picks or seven picks. That's a bad year. That's a bad year. So, and that's what this dude's trying to argue. I'm like, okay, I don't even get, I don't understand, like, again, I, I almost can't fathom looking back on what transpired. Like, how the hell did we get to this point because a player that played poorly was benched? Like, he, I, I just, we talked about it before we were, we were on the air here on the podcast, and we talked about how, like, he must have just been, uh, he was an only child, I believe, Coddless his whole life. life. He must have been caught, never got told, you can't do this, or you got to do something differently. Like we said, he was from North Dakota, and I'm pretty sure he is literally like the pride and joy of North Dakota. Since he was nine years old, he was everything and everyone, all everybody said to him was how great he was and all this stuff. He's always been the big fish. So one time someone, you know, Doug, for example, said, we can't win a football game with this guy right now. All he's doing is turning the ball over, missing every throw possible. And so he says, listen, man, we got to go to somebody else. And that's just what happens in sports. So now it's just, it's still, again, we're just repeating ourselves, but it's drug out all the way to this point to now. I'm at the point of just saying, I just don't care anymore. Just get, just get him off the team. Start fresh. Yeah. I, I just don't care anymore. If we're bad next year, we're bad next year. But I can't, this is just ridiculous. Can't deal with this every single day for the next, if you keep this guy, this is never going to go away. It's not going to It's never going to go it's away. It's not going to get better now. So even if he plays well, when he plays bad, if you criticize him, he's gonna act, you know, childish again. It's this is just never gonna go away. Just move on. That's it. Move on. That's it. And like you know, that's the thing that it was always talked about before, and we not none of us really knew. It was always like speculation, rumor, conspiracy theory. Oh look, I had his back when that was going on. And everyone like, and the thing is, I that's you're not wrong to have his back because you don't know. And we we weren't in that locker room, but like uh, it's obvious now. There was a problem, and there still continues to be a problem, and it's not. It hasn't gotten better. The coach couldn't do anything about it, and I think it. I, as they always say, the fish stinks from the head down, and I think that that's just like where, like, yeah, those guys were hidden when you have good when you have good coaching like that, and the amount of veteran players they had on that Super Bowl team was unbelievable. Yeah. I don't so know. like you know now now they're everyone's getting exposed. Yeah, this Sirianni oh, yeah. dude is gonna get left out to dry yeah, completely. Is, it's it's, and gonna it's not be, gonna it's be his shame. fault. Like it's a shame, he dude. might be a good coach one day, but right now he is in an absolute like. You what would you really would you really rather coach the this team or the Texans? I, I don't know. Like I would rather try probably to the Texans because you got Sean Watson. Watson. Yeah. To, to come back um, rather than like to coach the Eagles and deal with that big baby or yeah. the the craziness that's up, upstairs. Just like, touching on kind of what you just said too. Did you guys see the? the Malcolm Jenkins thing that came out. I think he was maybe on the Dan Patrick show. Or no, Rich Eisen, I think it was maybe. And he came out and they asked him sort of about the, the situation in Philly. And he, you know, he was one of our leaders the whole time through all of those big years. And he just basically starts talking about it. This thing started with Carson being coddled four or five years ago when they drafted him and could never do any wrong his first couple years. And he, he, he talked about that. And it's it makes you wonder now, looking back, like, after now you kind of realize all the things that were that transpired after those reports came out. What was that? Two years ago, Santa Lid. Yeah, Guido. Yeah, Guido. No, it sounds like it was true, you know. And and the the franchise was trying to save save face there by just everyone saying it's not true, it's not true, yeah. it's not true, trying to keep everything together. But it was a ticking time bomb. Yeah. That's what we don't realize. That was just the beginning of it. And once that happened, 
as a Wentz supporter at the time and just an Eagles fan in general, I, a diehard fan, I wanted this to, to not be true. But all of these things we heard about kind of added up and added up and added up and like shavings make a pile. And all of a sudden, at the end of it, it's an explosion. And this was, I mean, this was one of the worst things that we've seen franchise-wise. And you're talking contracts, uh, player just things that have happened with with guys that you've literally given your whole franchise yeah. to. We haven't really seen this happen in the NFL. I, I don't. When else was there one of these? I mean, a quarter. I guess Goff got money, but they didn't. They didn't really have a time bomb. They just kind of said they he wasn't good enough, them. so let's yeah, go like, and get yeah. rid of him. This was and like he to pipe the, the coach. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> him, uh, him I, and all of us. Yeah, but, I couldn't yeah. sit in a meeting and you want to fuck my wife. Yeah. That's Got to stare at quarterback in the eye. Yeah. Knowing, knowing he yeah. wants yeah, to play through saying that He was like in a group message saying, yo, I'd pipe Sean's girl, bro. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But allegedly. I, allegedly. But I think yeah. with the, the whole Carson situation, I do not believe this all came about this year. Oh, no, no. That's, that's what I it's mean. It's been piling up since that Super Bowl win. The way we treated Foles, the way we treated everyone else. His feelings we were. Held, we held Foles to yeah. such... We, we put him on a pedestal. His feelings were hurt. And, and again, I, I want to like reiterate this too. Like That's natural. Like I don't really no, no, care. I, As anybody that's a competitor, if that were to happen in your situation, you're always going to you know show on the outside that you're happy for your teammates. But absolutely. that's going to eat it kills you deep you down. It, it kills no you. No matter it what, it should. Imagine, imagine well, he was the MVP candidate. What, what was his numbers before he got hurt? He, oh, like, he, was, three, he was the MVP. Two picks, two picks. Yeah. I think two picks. Yeah. Okay, so, so imagine yeah. doing that. Eight and two, I imagine doing yeah. that, getting hurt, your backup, leading your team to a Super Bowl, and then for the and then for the rest of your time in Philly, you have to drive into your stadium, and on your left, you see a, a statue. Of yeah. your backup. Yeah. Hey, I mean, and, listen. And, but, but I don't again, care who you are. That ain't at you. That but again, you. That, but what I was going to try and say was that's supposed to eat at you. But at what point are you kind of, are you kind of, it was 33 and 7 that 33 year, by the way. 33 touchdowns, 7 that's, picks. That's, that's, through, that's so through, through 13 yeah. games, I believe that's, that's, that was, right? Because yeah. that was week, you know, maybe it was through 12 games because that was week 13. But, but that, that eats at you if you are weak-minded, which it seems like Carson Whoa, Wentz is. Yeah. He can't handle yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Any it's, sort of criticism uh, and any sort of adversity, he just seems like he cannot handle it. Yeah, yeah. And 100%. Philly is the wrong place to be if you can't handle that. Yeah, also, like we bathe in adversity. Yes, yeah. that, that's, that's just, the whole thing. We'll we'll create. I mean, the Sixers are the number one team. We'll create a fake problem. We have yeah. been. Well, we yeah. all, we have been. We'll all do it all year. Well, We've done it. We're all not right. gonna stop. We have nothing yeah. to do. We're gonna, I'll create another <laughs> fake problem soon. Yeah. Yeah. If there isn't a problem, we'll create one. Yeah. Seriously, like that's just how it is, though. Like, but. Like, yeah, and I, I often wonder, are they even really talking? Like, do they even know anything about these guys before they're drafting them, trading multiple picks and assets? I, I, yeah, I said I that wondering. about Markel the other day. Like, yeah. they they, <laughs> uh, they didn't even talk to that kid before they, they yeah. traded all them picks for him. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not know anything about, like, you don't even know if he's a scumbag or not. or You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're just does. guessing, like, oh, is he a nice guy? Like, does he work hard? Oh, okay, yeah. They're just yeah. taking the word. Like, Did you, even, did you even send the scout to a game? Exactly. Like, like, do you even know how he yeah. plays? Hanky's at the games, and these guys, Young Colangelo, is not even near You know one of the things that makes you think about when you look back on this, too, of of this, this uh, you know, when the process of drafting Carson Wentz was this, this thing that I just think about a lot is – a little bit off topic, different sport, but the idea is really what I'm trying to get across here is look at Kentucky basketball, right? 
that is it's, it's the most competitive school when it comes to professional athletes after because all yeah, of these guys sure, I mean sure. it's it's just a talent pool right now and all these guys in the league and Calipari talks about it that when you come to Kentucky you're not guaranteed a spot you're not you're not guaranteed a starter spot you could possibly be redshirted all of these things cuz you're playing against another top 15 all-american in the on your own team you're competing for the same spot on the roster then flip the switch and go to a guy that went to North Dakota University. It's D1AA. Never had anybody that was going to be close to as talented as him there. So he never dealt with adversity of like, I'm in a competition here. Yeah, on the competitive level. I'm, I got. I gotta be. I gotta compete. It was just always the job was his. It was well, never since he was a freshman. Well, like you said, like so you, you talk about like Kentucky basketball. You can be the number one point guard in the country. But the number three point guard in the country is also there. Yeah, yeah that's what so I'm you, saying. You're no longer competing against just other teams when you go to Kentucky. You're competing against the guys on your own team, which competition's good as long as you can handle it, right? Which yeah. apparently Carson can't. But it's not even just competition. More what I'm saying is that's how you get a soft personality, I think, is by never dealing never with this. Pushed never being on. pushed. Yeah, right. Yeah, everything. Being he, he just, everything he got. Was just not that it was. I don't want to say it was given, but yeah, there was he nobody. Yeah. He was the most talented, so there was nobody yeah. else even close to on his level. Let's say Carson's an A talent. The next quarterback at North Dakota State was a C talent. Exactly. And you so also, and you also got to think he's probably won at every level in his life. Yeah, and then yes. so, so so you come here because he's because he's been the best player mm-hmm. in any any in any league he's been in. And and not to not to spite North Dakota, but. He was playing sports in North Dakota. Exactly. Yeah, you know who what I mean. Playing? Like, who are they how many world class athletes are coming out of North Dakota? Like, and exactly. so then, then, then fast forward to when Carson Wentz is drafted, obviously, and what happens? They give him the job right away. Like he didn't even have yeah. to work for it. And yeah. I know that happens a lot, but my point is this continued theme here of he never really was in any sort of competition for anything. So then the one time he was, he just folded right with the Foles thing. You could tell it just aided him. Oh. Even the next year after the Super Bowl. Yes. When he went out again, and because of the injuries again, and and Foles comes in, and, and then then they, then they, they draft Hurts. <laughs> so right, like part of it almost makes you wonder, like, how do you not realize this guy's personality at this point? That like, if you do this, well, you're not going to get the best out well, of him. Well, you got to think. There's two ways you go. Yeah. It either makes you work even harder. Yeah. Or, or, you, or you, you curl fold up. up. Or you yeah, fold. you curl up like and, a yeah. And I think the reality, looking back now, is he he was. A folder, if you will. I mean, he. It seems as though every time there's any sort of adversity, or there's he needs to beat somebody out on his own team, or he needs to. There's just so much about it where it's it, like it, it like, just seems like everything that he does is fake and forced too. Like there's no true like. I actually am happy for this person, or I I want my teammates to. It's it just everything seems, seems like, forced or I'm like. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, it's like me too. I don't believe that. I don't believe that anything that he said or like anything that he did. Even that 2017 year, I just think that you know it was just the perfect year. It was was a great team, and he played his role. Like, and listen, and the thing is, like, I'm talking about him, like the that now that he's scared, he's like, it's not not to say that he never like. We all know he works hard, and he's he's you know he's super talented. He he made the NFL. He's a great player and everything, but. So was Jamarcus Russell up to that point yeah. when he got to the NFL, yeah. and 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 it's a different ball game when you go and play with men. Yeah. A- after yes. that, it, there's a different level of, you know, like we just we've been talking about mental toughness and just phys- like you, the physical work that you have to put in yeah. week in and week out. Year, you know, it's just it's a shitty mindset he has. That's what it is. It, it just basically like, it comes seems down like to his mindset is 
he feels like he doesn't have to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. And that's a horrible that's a horrible way to go in. To go in especially playing sports. Yeah. Like you always have to have a chip on your shoulder. Always. And it just it seems like Carson, it's just it's I, I mean, to be honest, I hope he finds it somewhere. I real I really do. I hope he finds a fire. He goes somewhere and he, he plays well. I don't but it's 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 not here. Yeah, no, I, I it's not that. here. Yeah. I'm a spiteful person. I, I still root it's against not. Markel Fultz and yeah. You know, I really don't really have any great reason to do but that. But Buddy might, may never walk again. The, yeah, there's... <laughs> Jesus. That was ugly. That yeah. Ugly. There is... Thoughts uh, of T's and P's. <laughs> there, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's, it's the same thing. And again, like, this isn't to say he's not going to go somewhere. And, and, like, he could go back to... Listen here, Indianapolis is there. Yeah, just anywhere, quite I think frankly, that, that though. That would be it's, best case for him. Th- this, w- this point of, that I'm making here is not that he's not talented, that physical traits are... St- he's still got a big arm. He still can... Get out of the pocket once he gets comfortable again. All these things, but I still think it comes down to this in the long run. Like, no matter where he goes, if there's any sort of adversity or Carson Wentz needs to fight through something, or if there's tough media, which I think there is in Chicago as well. So if he goes there, like, it just seems like there's always going to be something that stops him from getting to that Aaron Rodgers level. And so that's great, right? You can be a Six to fifteen quarterback in the NFL, but not many. Not many of them win. Yeah. No. So, so look, look. I mean, just look at the Super Bowl. I mean, this year it's Mahomes, Brady. Brady's won six. This will be his seventh. But before that, I'm pretty sure it was Ben, Brady, Rogers, Breeze, like in every Super Bowl yeah, except and, for the Eagles and Super Bowl. So look at this playoff. The last four teams. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brady, Rogers. They have to win the MVP that year. Right. Yeah. Right. So Brady, Brady, and that's Rogers, what 2017 yeah. was. Exactly. He, Wentz won the MVP that year if he stays healthy, and and we go to the Super Bowl probably yeah. out of the NFC even if he's playing and it's not Foles or whatever. The, so it's the, the four best quarterbacks in the NFL this year were the last. The last four teams in the playoffs. Right, and, and again, it's not always going to be that way, but for the most part, this like being the eighth best quarterback in the NFL is almost such an ideal thing for a, a quarterback in this in this league because they're going to get paid like the number one quarterback because that's just how it works. Yeah, and the expectation somehow isn't as much, right? Like, yeah, look, it's it's the, the one that's so weird to me is like Stafford. Stafford blows my mind. Like, he, dude got paid I think twice as the, one of the, either the highest or I think he got two contracts there. And what they win one playoff game in his whole career, I think is what yeah. it is. One or yeah, the year that and they should have won two and they the lost. Detroit. No uh, one blames them. It's though, Detroit. Yeah, that's it's what Detroit. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's just interesting to me that Some like guys, that's kind of my point though. Like yeah. but, that but, guy but literally that made is, so much money, put up Hall of Fame stats, and nobody ever was like, "Yo, because why is it this guy in a fucking playoff game? Yeah, like, what is going on?" I, for me, I think you could tell eye test how good that guy is, and some of the plays he's made at end of games yeah. to win his to. Uh, yeah, his. I'm pretty sure he's at the top of the list on uh, game-winning clutch, drives. Yeah, clutch, Absolutely. clutch, clutch. So like, whatever it's called, there's a stat for it. When it but, comes down to the clutch, I want the ball in his. I want the ball in his hands. No, no, I I agree, and I like Stafford more. What I was saying was like, it's just going back to my point of like, if you're not in that top five group, it's like the expectations somehow change a little bit and. You don't want to be the franchise that has the guy that's the seventh or eighth best quarterback in the league because you're yeah. gonna to have to pay him like yes. the first quarterback in the league because that's just how it works, right? When it's their turn, it's like, well, if we don't pay him, then we have nobody. So you pay him anyway, and you just got to deal with them. Well, you got to go with whatever the market says at that well, point. Yeah. When, so when, look at Goff, look at Wentz, look at all these guys that just got paid and now they're getting traded. It's yes. like, you. This is why, in my in my opinion, he'll never get 
because mental issues, he'll never get to that top five level. So you're going to continue to pay the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever it is, best quarterback in the league. So if there's all of these issues on top of some some physical things that he his arm slot changed a little bit, like stuff that actually got fucked yeah, up. All the mechanic. All, all, if stuff. if this is on top of it, yeah. Why I, I'm not invested in this guy anymore. No, I'm not. just not doing it. It's to I mean, me, I'm it sorry, seems like a lose situation for your franchise. I don't. A huge part of his game was the way he could escape to pocket and run, and you can clearly see he has lost a step. Absolutely. He Bray's can, got Ozuna back for your deal. Is that? Yeah. Uh, Braves. Braves Ozuna for four years, eighty million. If you're listening to this, you've already heard this. <laughs> First on the scoop. But yeah, he's um, <laughs> after all the injuries, he's clearly lost a step. He's and it is interesting there. Like I don't know if yeah. lost a step is the word, but so, he's definitely like slower and like not as quick. Which all these things what? happen by, as by, you go. By I, I lose a step, it. I mean that initial boost. Yeah, it's something to, to, to explode at like you see you see an opening and you go. Mm. The plays he you made just, in twenty seventeen. Yes. The, mm. the the Redskins sack and all that. Now like, it seems like when he's getting well, sacked now, he's going down. Yes, dude. and when he tries to do that stuff. He's not escaping like, anymore. Yeah, well, the, part of the reason for that, though, is because he doesn't even go through reads anymore. He he no. literally has become, like, the happy feet, snap the ball. If his first route isn't there, he starts to just run. And he, he runs into sacks, like, multiple he, times you know per game. Like, dude, and this is really bad, like, he goes to a guy like Trubisky. Yeah, like, his like first that, thought that, is, that I got to get out of the yeah, pocket. It's, it's, like, uh, it's instant panic. I don't even really know what I was going to say, but you know what I thought was interesting? I think it's perfect for him. Wentz going to uh, Chicago. Yeah, it probably is. I think, I think that's like the, the They have like a great defense too. So like, yeah. and it's, again, it's, it's one of those good, things where they good. have had such bad quarterback play in the in our lifetime that he's going to be like, he's smooth sailing there, man, because their expectation for quarterback play is literally the lowest in football. Yeah, think yeah. about what they've done. It, what, they went to a Super Bowl with uh, Rex Grossman. Is that who it was? Rex Grossman, yeah. Then they had Cutler. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Cutler has like every record in their franchise history for quarterback play. Josh That's just McCown. that they have McCown. Like <laughs> then Trubisky, it's like dude, like Foles. yeah, Foles. Yeah. The problem is, I, I'm pretty sure he's losing a Rob though. Yeah, I don't think a Rob's gonna be a bear. I meant it's more in better the, for him. I meant more in the idea where the expectation is gonna be so low there. He oh, he can play average. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, a Rob don't be like, on something else to blame him. Bro, this dude trash. Yeah. Hey, Rob, be like, I, I, what is this? And then it'll whole, cause a whole other yeah, like, yeah. You know, problem. You know, also, he, I'm pretty sure he's a free agent, though. Yeah, hey, Rob is. Hey, Rob is a free yeah, agent. Yeah. So, so there's, T, there's a lot of uh, free agent wide receivers like T.Y., yeah, A.J. Good thing, Green. Good thing we got like negative 40 yeah, million exactly. in space to go get some. Well, you know. And the, that Wentz contract, they say, it only gets worse as the years it go does. on. It does. Like, we front, so oh, we're going this to is the difference. This is the difference with what the Rams did with Goff and what we did with the Wentz deal. The Wentz deal for us was because all Howie does is backload money. Yep. So we always think Howie's a fucking miracle worker. Yeah, but he he literally is just pushing the shit down two short, years down the road. Terms. It's all short term. He just pushes it down the road. It's like when your mom is like broke. and Or no, yeah, like when you're, yeah, right. And you, you put it in the, closet. Everything in the closet. Or, the or like if you have a parent who's like broke and they get credit card and they have a ton of credit card debt and they just, people are like, what happens? It's like, oh, well, Whoever else is like in their will or whatever is probably gonna end up having to pay that credit card debt one day down the road. Yeah. So this is so what Howie does. Hey. Yeah, money doesn't just go doesn't go away. 
Yeah. So all this money that he keeps backloading. So what happened with the golf deal was the golf deal they front loaded it. Yeah. So he, they they he got paid I think thirty four it was last year, and this year maybe was thirty two, and then the next two years are like twenty four and twenty six I think. So that contract's easy to unload because yeah. twenty six million dollars is like what the fifteenth best quarterback in the league is paid for, which is probably around what golf is anyway. So it's not yeah. like the issue with Wentz now is. I mean, you, you backload his contract, so now his last two years, I'm pretty sure, are $39 million and $36 million, or vice versa, 36 and 39 yeah. Don't quote me on that, because I know if people are listening, they'll probably say I'm an idiot. Yeah, but it's something yeah. like that, to where the first two years were in the 20s, and then the yeah. last two years are in the 36, yeah. 37 range. And I guess you're banking, when you say that, that he is literally, you're really banking on this dude becoming a top five man. player. Because... If not, you know how impossible this this makes your team when it comes right. to salary cap, when it comes to trading them, anything. So, yeah. I mean, that's what it's like. The well, dead money is the biggest issue help. too. It's like, dude, you are the help. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you're, you're the guy. Like you're you're supposed to help everyone else. Yeah, and I'm sorry that that whole thing is so over. That was bullshit too, played, dude. No help. I have, I have a question. Oh come yeah, on. We're, that. So basically, the way I looked at it was, we chose Wentz over Doug. Yes. If we were going to get, if we were going to get rid of, apparently that's not the case because we're yeah. getting rid of both of them. Maybe so. it was just a whole fresh start and it no, was I, just I, failed under the fact that they were going to rebuild. Carson. Or, or, or they got rid of Doug, hoping Carson would want to stay, and he's still like, nah, I'm out. I think there's, I think all of these things can be true. I think, I do think like that's part of it. They were like, all right, Doug and Carson's relationship right now is obviously not in an ideal spot. I think Doug wanted out. I think you too. I've actually been saying that I I don't think Doug wanted to be a part. He saw this dumpster fire that that was going on here. I mean, not I'm not gonna say he went to Jeff Lurie and said fire me. I don't want to be here. Yeah, but he, he when Lurie said, said to him, what did he say though? He said he was tired of people telling him. Tired what of people to telling do. him what to do. Yeah. When when he went to Lurie, he just Doug's not the kind of guy that's just gonna be a yes man. He's never gonna be that. It's just yeah. not who he is, right? So when these things started coming out and and. I, that's what he meant, I think, by, like, this is my opinion. I think by him saying, I was tired of telling people what to, or people telling me what to do, was he goes in there and what Lori's telling him is, we want you to, like, get the relationship back with Carson. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, like, can I just, yeah. I'm the head coach of the football team. Yeah, yeah. You pay me you to, to make these decisions. We were on. losing football on. games. I decided to go to the other guy that you guys drafted in the second round that apparently our GM over oh. overcalled everybody on the decision and did it. So I, he, I'm pretty sure, he, you know, Lori wanted him to, to say, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll try and fix this with Carson. He's got all the talent in the world, blah, blah, blah. And Doug was like, I'm not doing it. I'm moving forward with whoever is going to be the – I'm sure Doug didn't say he has no chance. He probably said whoever's the better quarterback, I'm going to start, and yeah. that's it. To hell with their names, put them on a blank piece of paper, put up next Battle to what they've hit. done to each other, and guess what? Last year, if you put both of them on a piece of paper, close. You're, you're going to start Jalen Hurts. The fact is, I don't even need numbers. So I can just talk about watching I test, oh, I test as well, yeah. but I'm saying put it, put it, make their no bias at all. Yeah. Put them on a blank piece of paper – Give Carson four games uh, stints there and make it Hurts' four games. And it's just not close, right? Mm-hmm. And this isn't to say Jalen Hurts is the savior and he's everything, but just to this strict point of why was he benched? Because the other guy was better. Yeah. Right? Like it didn't have to do. That's what Doug's idea was. No. Yeah. Doug's yeah. idea was this guy gives me a better chance to win football games. And say whatever the hell you want. We beat a Saints team that was in the divisional round game. 
with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah, we did. So, yeah, uh, so you can't like, and Hurts nearly put his team, put the team on his back to beat Arizona, yes. who was another good football team. They missed the playoffs and by he, a game or whatever, but they're Washington, and he would have be, been exactly. Yeah. So, so, so all of these things, like again, we're probably just beat uh, beating a dead horse, and I guess, and in the saying this point. But hung dog out to dry on, mm-hmm, the, on that mm-hmm. game. Oh yeah, and maybe he did want to just play Nate Sudfeld or whatever, but. Come on, man. I, yeah, the whole thing was... Obviously, that came from the top, and they said, listen, try to lose this game the best you possibly can. Yep. And, and you know, maybe he said, fuck it, I'm out of here anyway. Who cares? I, that's what I truly think. He, he said, I'm, I'm done with cares? this, dude. This so, is ridiculous. Question for you guys. Sure. The draft comes up. For some reason, first five picks go wide receiver happy. Okay. We're at six, and it's either... Fields is there. <laughs> Fields is well, there. Well, you guys know where I stand. Fields, I, that's Fields, why I want. Fields is there, and the next best available, I guess, receiver would be Waddle. Yeah, that's where it gets what tough. Because I, I, I do also what before we do? even get into this, I'm pretty sure Jalen Waddle would have either been the first or second receiver off the I, board. No, I agree. If he didn't get hurt, so it's one yeah. of those weird things. And you could clearly tell Devontae Smith should be on his game. knees begging. If, are saying thank you because yeah. he got all you know, yeah. Not to say Devonta Smith isn't a stud, he is. I'm saying that put the light on. Him yeah, out of yeah. nowhere. Well, well, you could tell in the national championship game he was hurt. Oh, he couldn't oh, well, walk. Yeah. He could I mean, barely run. It was unbelievable. Yeah, but again, that's a guy on one of my team. Yeah, he wasn't even he thinking up, about it. Still put up like seventy yards, I think. Laid it all on the line. But, but think about that guy. That's a teammate you want. He didn't need to play that at all. Yeah. No. He did not need to play that. No, and that's a teammate you want right there, though. That's a guy who's risking his. NFL professional career, not saying he's not going to be in the league, but draft spot if he's hurt, yeah, you know, yeah. if he's got a major injury, you know how it works. Re-injured. These things happen, and that's a guy where you're like, now you could also make the argument and say he's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> because too, because there's two, but I'm going I with like he's a good teammate, too, man. I, so I like you, that. Who do you take? Who would you take? I personally, I would, like I like Fields, but I, love, I would I, take Fields. I love Fields. If Fields falls to you, you you got to think about it. But because you got to think about it, you let that ba- you let him and Hurts battle it out. If there's no battle though, if you pick Fields yeah. with the sixth pick, he's your you starting quarterback. Okay, so that that's true. So you have to find a, a trade suit for Hurts. Well, then he's if, not a backup. I think if you pick you pick Fields at six, this is crazy. This is how I would do it though. Pick Fields at six, then you start shopping Hurts immediately. Immediately, right yes. No, well, but no, 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 not after. You're shopping him before because yeah. you got if uh, if your mindset yeah, is that's so. we're taking quarterback why at not, six. Why not try to Why not try to get back in? That's got to be. Saying, why not yeah. try to get back into the first? But I mean, yeah. apparently we're already we might have another pick in the first round. Yeah, well, yeah. we are. Apparently, we're going to. That's they're what I'm saying. saying you're not point. giving up anything. You have to have at least one first in for Carson. The yeah. Wentz, the Wentz shit's picking up, and it seems yeah. it seems yeah. like he's going to be on the move, like yeah. relatively quickly than we thought. Well, quicker than we Maybe thought. Maybe by the end of the weekend. I'm not yeah, like seriously. that would be incredible. They said uh, Eskin put out his thing earlier because he's up at the Super Bowl right now, and they said you know they're talking about how that's the talk right now yeah, over yeah. there is, and uh, he said that a bunch of the. Uh, the people, you know, that, that are that are involved said by next week Carson Wentz will be on a different. And, and it's by non Eagles guys too, so it's people that are just yeah. reporters. Guys yeah. like Rappaport and, yeah. and the Eagles guys, like you know, when they're both agreeing, they're like yeah. they're all hearing the same thing. Yeah. It's like okay, this is this is what's happening. Basically, mm-hmm. both sides have agreed. It's it's over. Because like the the national guys were all like, yo, listen, uh, Wentz is going to be staying there. This is how it is. They're, they're gonna they're gonna keep him. And all the the McManuses and the Jeff McLeans of the world were like. Hold on, like yeah, they, yeah. they're that's not, not gonna happen. Like they're, that's yeah. what they're saying, but yeah. they're not really doing that. And like the more I looked into it, I was like, wow, like they're hiring guys that just—it's a complete opposite of what he wants. And it's, it's just 
and you know, just read the this tea has leaves, been, man. Yeah, this has been coming now for... You just think about how this whole thing has transpired. I don't know if it was Eagles Nation. Somebody tweeted out a timeline of sort of how all these things were being said. It got said in our group chat today. Mm-hmm. And like you said, read the leaves. You know, there has been a trend that I think happens in every one of these similar situations when it comes to a star player, whatever you want to say, getting traded, right? Yeah. Where it's like something weird comes out about his relationship with the team and then it's quiet for two weeks. And then the team says, we're not trading that person. Yeah. It, it literally starts that way every single time. And then it starts to slowly come about that they the team then realizes, okay, this person really is not willing to play here anymore. So instead of us saying that and losing trade value on him, because if you start saying he doesn't want to play here at all, then other teams are like, well, we're not going to give you a lot. We're not going to give you shit because you're going to have to get rid of him regardless. Yeah. So that's why this, this always works this way. So the team starts to realize, okay – this is not. This is this is broken beyond repair at this point. So, behind the scenes, let's start, you know, seeing what we can get. Let's just start yeah. feeling the vibe. And it's supply and demand. Once people have demand for them, you can start rising up price, you know, and saying, all right, well, if two people are fighting for the one thing, one person's well, it's like an eBay thing, you know, like if this person's gonna spend hundred dollars on sports cards and I'll do a hundred one dollars, yeah. and the other person I'll do a hundred two dollars. Well, yeah, the yeah. the worth of the thing is probably somewhere lower in between. But price gets driven up as demand goes, and, and so going, yeah. that's why right now you got teams battling it out, and all yes. of a sudden you're going to get a first this year and probably a second next year or something out of it, and which is a blessing. I mean, yeah. we I'll, should not. I would have told my coach, first, first interview, Carson's my guy. I would have yeah. told him to say That's what I'm saying. Yeah, guy. you always say that because. Listen, and that, you know what honestly really helped us out, dude? That's Stafford. Yeah. Oh like when God. he traded oh all those picks, everyone was like, Wait a second, like you can get that? What the fuck wrong? You can get that for that? Pardon me why I pour a little vodka. Yeah, hey man. Well, you have uh, sponsored by Tito's. Tito's. Wait, you gotta think. Handmade baby. vodka. Yeah. You gotta Thank think you, Tito's. Uh, Gluten free, baby. Gluten free, very important. What how old is he? 28. 28? Stafford's 31, 32, 33. Yeah, I think he's 32. 32. Getting a younger guy. Yeah. Had success. Maybe just needs a new change of scenery. I mean, listen, we're getting at least one. Listen, I, I, we were a couple weeks ago. We were talking about trading him for a fourth or third round pick yeah. just to get listen, Ron Fagan. Listen, Fonder. I'm here to hype up Carson to get more fucking picks. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, dude. if I gotta come on that the hot take hot box <laughs> once a week yeah. and talk about how good Carson Wentz is, thing, yeah. I'll do it. Dude, the, the thing is, he's on the field. He's a great player. And guess what? He's an even better guy in that locker. <laughs> that guy, you can trust him with your franchise. He wears yeah. pink suits after he loses. Yeah. Best friends with everybody on the team. And best friends with everyone. They all love him. Team players. And, and he's very yeah. accepting to coaching and criticism. He loves also, criticism and he just also, wants to get better. I did want to say this, by the way, on this because I know we're gonna move on here really shortly yeah I, I don't and and i know once we get a lot of listeners on this which this will take off at some point and someone goes back and listens to this i'll probably get canceled for saying this and i just don't give a fuck no, no. that's not good <laughs> that's not a good start <laughs> somebody that is the leader of your franchise i don't care what it is whether it's religion uh political Somebody that is so one-sided into a religion and throws it down your face, down your throat, it's not good for the vibe of the team. I'm sorry, it's just not. Because because on a football team, nobody is the same. You cannot be that one-sided when it comes to something like that because you got dudes that are like, bro, I don't even believe in God. Like, stop telling me when we go out there to have a blessed day. Yeah. 
Nah, like, I'm serious, though. I'm serious, though. Like, and that's fine. I'm not saying not to be religious. I'm saying you don't need to throw that down everybody's face at all times because... Keep that at home. Not, yeah, not everybody believes in the same things as you. Like, it's. I think it could be a really toxic trait, to be well, honest with you. It could be a characteristic of you and something you believe in, but it doesn't have to be your entire personality. Yeah. And I just see it... That is all... It could be toxic. And it, I'm not, I'm not going to go any further on this because I know it can get... Ba- I'm just saying... No, in I general, know the religious people probably get pissed, yeah, but... That trait of being very down your throat about something that you're uh, about anything though that's what I'm saying it's not just religion it's not just politics it's anything that is is usually somewhat divisive you know what I mean like anything in the world I don't really I'm not gonna even get into what it could be there's a one side or the other thing and when when there's yeah right exactly it literally has almost gotten us into fist fights before so like think about it but when it gets to a point of religion politics stuff like that that you never talk about like a family party or anything and then for some reason after every game they're like, "Why you know you didn't play well?" And your your answer is, "Well, I'm just going to lean on the Lord and Savior." It's yeah. like that's great I, if that's what gets you through it. I, I'm all for it, but at the same time, like there's a reality to it sometimes. And you know, some of these players might get a little bit frustrated well, that everything is always about that instead of yeah, let's just it closes get, them off to a certain yeah the locker room. Yep, hundred percent. And it probably makes them like less really, like because there's guys who are all like they're you know obviously there's a lot of like God fearing people dudes like Drew Brees whatnot. I, you know I don't know who else yeah. is like a, yeah Phil Rivers Phil Rivers big time guy like Bible oh, guy yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. But God, those God, guys God, love them. God, God. They love them because yeah. they just, they just know well, them. But but. That's if you didn't, thing, if though. you didn't just say that, I would have had no idea if Philip Rivers was that kind of yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't throw. The only thing I it's knew not, about him, he doesn't curse. That's doesn't true. Because I, you know, I hear his mic up. But that's what I'm saying. I didn't even thing. know Rivers was like that until you just said thing. that. And thing, and yeah. whence with well, the first thing you think about him is you're like he's extremely religious. Audience of one. Because he's yeah. not even playing for us. Yeah. So it's just you he know. He says fuck Philly fans. I'm playing for God. Yeah. And, and again, like <laughs> I know that I'll probably get shit on for this. I just I'm just being honest. It's I just I think it's a bad trait in anybody in the world in general and when it's the leader of your football team doing it nah. i don't i don't i just see it being very divisive i don't nah. see it no no and religion's kind of like like that too to this point because the people are trying to take god out of stuff and i whatever i'm not going to get into any of that but i'm just saying like it, it does it pisses people off and it turns it turns people off and you know if I, if you feel like that you feel like that whatnot i it has nothing to do with me but i understand that sentiment though like that, that it just like it's so much in your face that it just like makes people feel like Jesus, dude. Yeah, like, like yeah, I just said Jesus. Jesus, dude, come on, like, like take it easy, bro. Like take it easy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> seriously, like no, like I'm sure some of the guys in the locker room, like Al Shell and Mount, are like, all right, dude, we get yeah, it. Like yeah, audience yeah. of one, what, yeah. whatnot. Throw me the fucking ball, dude. And again, I don't care about God. La- Give me the ball. Last point on this, like the year when the Ertz thing was so people were getting frustrated that he was throwing on the ball so much. Well. Some of these guys couldn't have enjoyed that those two were in Bible studies together and doing this oh, yeah. whole thing together, and and then he's the guy he's throwing the ball. To, you know, it's just like these things. It, nobody, nobody was mad at Zach Ertz. Twenty-seven but, targets a game. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you, like, there's something to that. I've pl- we've all played, been on teams yeah. before, and there are things that bother you, even if you're not going to say it. And I'm telling you, when somebody throws something down your throat like that. Over and over and over again, it can be a lot to handle. Yeah, and then you start losing. Yep, yep. That's that's the end of that. So let's yeah, let's yeah, move so, on from yeah, Wentz because that's. I think we gave you a nice forty I'm minutes on Wentz. I'm, I'm ready to <laughs> yeah. murder somebody. Okay. But I mean, that's just dude. 
it's just you know that's the big thing right now. That that is what the the talk is in the city. You listen to sports radio, you listen to anything. It's, all, it's just it's all Wentz. And I mean, anymore. you could talk about the Sixers, but who wants to talk about the fact that they're good right now? Like yeah. that does like, I, and I'm jaded. Doesn't mean anything to me right now. I have to see it in the playoffs. Yeah, like that they're at the point in their development where that's great. That's awesome. That's and a good I'm, segue right there. We can move yeah, into the Sixers. And a I'm bit. glad to see that the Sixers are like succeeding, but I'm just not gonna get too emotionally wrapped up because I've got my feelings hurt too many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, this year always this year feels a little bit better, uh, a little bit more uh, real than the past seasons, and I think one is because I, I mean. In, in, in the most unbiased way possible, we have the MVP of, of the National oh, like, Basketball yeah. Association right now. So that's one – that's something that will always make you feel comfortable and confident is that, you know, you got a guy that's going to give you 35 basically every single night. So yeah. you're always going to have something there that's, that's going to be kind of the backbone. I think the spacing – this is all stuff that we all know and everybody yeah. talks about, so I don't even need to get into it. But there's, there's something in the dynamic of the team this year, and I, I think – when it comes down to it and it, and it and it gets culture's huge and i think when it gets down to playoff time i do think that defensively we will be the best team in the in the league yeah. when it comes to playoff basketball when joel wants to work his ass off defensively cuz it's a seven game series ben I don't worry. i get worried but he, i like the way he's in your face defending oh, this no, year oh no i never worry about him defensively but you know, and and again, I, I a couple just things you see throughout the year. Like I was a guy that I didn't hate Brett Brown. I didn't. I, I liked yeah. Brett Brown. I, I just didn't think he was the main issue. Like I thought that roster construction was a lot of that. And I'm I'm here to I'm getting proven a little bit wrong. I think because now the roster is better and it fits more. But the other night they're down 20 in the fourth quarter against the four seed in the East, Indiana Pacers on the road. And Doc Rivers throws him in a high school 2-3 zone and says, all right, let's just give him a different look. Yeah. Like, Brett, I don't even Brett, know. Brett would have never he's done ne- it. Well, he has never done it. So, you just give him a different look. Just give him a different yeah. look. And before you know it, they scored one basket the rest of the game in eight minutes. They had four free throws as well. But six points, one basket in eight minutes. And that, to me, like, now I got some confidence that our coach is willing to make changes on the fly. Yeah. And if something's not going right, it's just not – with Brett Brown era, it was like when we were losing a game on the road, we're it done. was like just turn it off. Yeah, like, like, it, like it's over. That Celtics it's series, not, like even yeah. though we were outmanned, it every just game, like every time we went They down, went on we one like, run. Oh, if, if the Celtics went on one run yeah. in that series, it was it. It was it. Done. It's great. But like it's just – these are these are the, the small things. I just – these are the small things I'm taking from this year that I think are really starting to build my confidence. Like I, I also think it's – you know, it's not – as much, you know, coaching. He's done great adjustments, everything. I, I honestly think it's more of a respect factor. Yeah, it's 100%. Doc, it's Doc Rivers. You want to play for that guy. And again, that's a huge part of coaching, though. Yeah. Because if you don't respect your coach, yeah, you're not you're not willing to be coached, if that makes sense. Well, you, you, got, a guy you, like, you got a guy like Brett Brown, like, yeah, and, and have you won a championship? How are you telling me right. how to win a championship? In order to be coached, or want to be coached, you have to have respect for the person that's the person trying yes. to coach you. Yes, you have to. You can, you're not. You might ha- look at the person and say, "Yeah," when they're saying something to you, if you don't respect them. But it's just in one ear out the other, right? Like, we don't like what Ben's numbers are this year, scoring and all this stuff. But he's literally doing what Doc wants him to do. So. Yeah. He respects him. Docs has said in the beginning of the year, I don't give a shit if he scores at all. Yeah. 
I need him. I need him to keep his turnovers down, yeah. defend, and get our guys involved. Just know, what he does. know how to be a point guard, though, right? Like Doc's, yeah, and like Doc said it in the beginning of the year, though. Like Ben is not a point guard; he's a ball handler. Yeah. There's a difference, right? Rondo is a point guard. Yeah. Rondo will bring you down the court and get you in a set. Oh, you were to go. Get you oh, in a oh, set. You, you go here, you go there. That's what a point a guard does, and he wants Ben to be more of a point guard if possible. And I think that is something that's – I've seen Ben call more plays. I've seen him do some stuff putting guys in spots. Yeah. Yeah. And these are the things of growth that I guess I just have to live with because I was always in the hope that Ben was going to take this to the next level of, like, become a scorer – become a three-level scorer of some sort, do all of these things that... But I'm just getting to the point now where I'm not even going to ask for it anymore because I've asked... I've said it before. We talked about this for the podcast, right? Like, if we were going to trade Ben for Harden or Bradley Beal, I mean, I'm in. Yeah. Like, I'm willing to do that because I just... I think that the ceiling of the, of the team when they're on this team is different than the ceiling with Ben. However, I'm not asking you to, to to put Ben on the trade block. Like, there's yeah, a difference yeah, between... Like yeah, like there's a difference between saying, I'm willing to trade Ben for a two one of the two top five players in the league, or no, top ten players in the league, wherever you want to put Beal or Harden. I think they're both top ten probably right now. And it, it, that's not a slight to Ben, right? That's just saying, these are guys that, when you put one of these dudes next to Joel Embiid and you got two guys that can fill it up a 30 a game... Yeah. You're not going to lose many games, man. Yeah. Like, that's just the bottom line. In today's NBA, you're not going to lose many games that way. So, But there's also the flip side of that, too. The defensive if, side. If you have a Bradley Beal, say you get Bradley Beal and not James Harden, who's facilitating the offense? Who do you put there? Right. It's 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 very it's a good point. Who's it giving is. Joe the ball? It who, is a good point. Who's feeding him? I agree. No, I, I hear you. I really no, do. And I, I do believe that Doc Rivers would figure that out. Oh, I agree. No, but, 100%. But like, it's like they always say, like, when you got that much offensive talent, you always figure it out. It might take it might take yeah. a month, but yeah, you're, you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. You're going to have to trade, honestly, for a guy like Rondo. Right, right, yeah, yeah, you're right. So you can run your offense guard to just no, 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 (laughs) no. Someone who doesn't shoot. You're right, though. You would get like a George Hill or a Rondo or somebody that you know can run. Someone that could set up an offense. No, like a LeBron point guard. You would need someone like that who's like who doesn't really do much, but they can shoot the ball a little bit, I guess. And just going back, Chalmers. Yeah, Rio. Yeah. But now going back Lord to the thought of this Ben thing, though, like the only fear that I really do have is come playoff time. Like, I I still just despise the idea of going to a big man for a last for a, for a shot. So if Tobias can keep doing what he's been doing, I think we're gonna be in pretty good shape because at least he's showing he can beat somebody off the dribble a little bit. And there just shit bad shit happens when you throw it to a guy in the post with five seconds left in a game. Yeah, it's, it, he, they double you, and it's 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 hard, dude. Well, it's it's like a, it's like an accident waiting to happen. You need to be. We, me and Matt talk about this all the time. You're not going to get that call in this they're league. Not, you're not, not, not that you could smack the shit out of him yeah, at that not, point in the game. They're not calling, especially in playoff basketball. Yes, and that's what scares me a little bit because that's what I really wanted Ben to become. Because when he gets downhill, he's really hard to guard. And if he could just give me something in the mid range. It'd make you guard him a little bit tighter, so getting downhill would be easier. Getting around guys, spacing the floor better for himself. So I do still have a slight worry about late game yeah. half court offense in the playoffs when that happens, but we won't know until we see it. If you get, so that's the, at that's the end it. of the game, if you give if you give Ben the ball, one thing's for certain is if he doesn't have an open layup, he's finding somebody. 
And yeah, but sometimes it's a bad thing. Because That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's dribble into the foul line, hold the ball, wait for a, wait for Embiid to go out there, and then they throw it to Embiid, and then or Embiid the, jacks a bad three of them. Or the highest he's shooting threes. Just so you guys know, I'm I'm showing something right now. This is uh, you could probably try and picture it though. When he uh, runs, yeah. when he runs into the lane, jumps and turns his back to the and basket while he's like, in midair. Oh my god! I mean, it's a nightmare. Makes, makes it's my, dude. My it's blood boil. When did you learn playing basketball? <laughs> Never leave your feet and turn your back to the basket. Australia. I mean, holy shit! It's I mean, I was taught that at like eight years yeah, old, and yeah. he does it four or five times a game. Yeah, not good. And he gets away with it a lot of times, but. A late game when there's well, not, not much spacing. He's so damn big. He yeah, he's throwing off. over people. Yeah, but, but how many times do we see it become a turnover? And then it's oh, a live sure. ball turnover. It's not, you know, someone steals and they're off on a fast break. It's like, that scares me at the end of the game. Like, I almost don't even want the ball in his hands because it's hard to trust that he's not going to do one of those which, things. Which makes me want to make a move for the right price for a guy, even if he's a will. even if he's a bench guy. A guy who can put the ball in his hands at the end of the game and he can create his own shot yeah. and make it. We're also disrespecting the Tobias Harris right now. No, no, not, not at all, but listen here. I've said it. I, listen. Give him the ball, dude! I... <laughs> Tobias Harris is my best friend. He could be the closest. But until he did against uh, LA, did. but until that guy, I need to see him in the playoffs. I, that's what. That's where I'm I at need with to the see whole him. team. Dude. I, show me something. Show like, up. I look forward to tomorrow night. I really do. Yeah, cool. it's a Sixers good ta- Nets. Yeah, it's a good test. Come on. And but those guys play no defense. They don't. But that's not going to change. So like, I, I this is see the how Nets. We match up against them, but I feel like who? Come, who who's going to Joe? DeAndre, he'll hope he fouled out. Yeah, they're just going to triple yeah. team Joe. Yeah, you, they're, they're Seth, Seth bring... Tobias, Furcon well, better have their shooting shoes on because they're going to get open looks. Everyone's going to get an open look. Everyone's yeah. going to get an open look, man. Seth better step it up after a yeah. couple bad games here. Yeah, it's it's to be honest, it's not even shooting. And to be honest, he's Harden Ben. Yeah, I don't know. If it's Harden, good luck, buddy. That's true. He'll foul out too. Good luck. He but Where do you think Brett's at right now? He's fucking... Brett's uh, in Cabo just... No, he's fucking Serena winners. Banging Serena winners. Oh, my God. He's definitely with Serena. Nah, I'm just Serena. Kidding. You haven't seen either of them. Serena. Nah, Serena got fired. Uh, that, she got screwed. Sorry, yeah, Serena. She, she did get screwed. Nah. First Molly Sullivan, then Serena winners. Yeah, bro. They, they treat them... They well, treat they just got rid of the role completely. They don't have that role anymore. Yeah. They don't have that... They got rid of the They got, they got rid of the, the Phillies guy, too. Greg yeah, Greg Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, Murphy. Murphy. Gee, it was mid-game, and I saw it on Murphy. Twitter. Murphy. Like, did anyone want to tell this guy? I'm fired? <laughs> he's, he's reporting. Murph's out there giving he's his like, best. By the end of the year, he's, like, he's, he's eating hot dogs on, on third baseline. He got fired. Yeah. What, what was but, it? It was something with Murph. They had a thing. A minute with year. Murph. A minute with Murph. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, what am I gonna do without the minute with guys, Murph? Anything to say about the Phillies? Uh, no. no I gotta uh, be honest. I, I have just nothing don't. to say. Third, about third place finish. I just don't. Third place. Uh, it doesn't mean like right now. Uh, they might make the wild card. That's, all, that's their ceiling, Wofford, this year. Also, I get you baseball guys getting your rocks off about about baseball, like dudes in shorts throwing baseballs around, but doesn't mean anything to me about until about May or June. And nah, your, boy Biden, your boy Biden's about to cancel the season. Yeah. Or, or yeah, limit, a, a month. Delay the season month. or whatever. So. The, the Phillies are the biggest dick tease in the fucking world, dude. Yeah, like, it's, it's literally what they do every year. It's this idea they go sign Harper. Poor guy just fucking lied, lied, to, lied to him. Yeah, and then, we're going to surround you with talent. Yeah. Bring back... The, and listen, like, He's again... Selling your cigars, you I, cheap prick. Again, I, I think the Phillies will be a good team this year, actually. Like, I don't think they're going to be... But 
They're just, there's just such a but difference. But the problem, a good team <laughs> might still get you third place. Not even that, bro. The Dodgers, like the rich, just get richer. They just sign Bauer today. It's like, dude, they got their fourth starters better than our fucking number one. The Mets are scary too. Which that's actually not true. I, I'll take Nola over. Uh, I guess their fourth would be probably Dude, what's it go? Uh, Buell, it'll go Bueller, David Kershaw. No, no, because they got May. Today. They got Price, May. Price I thought too. Was it? Urias. Dustin May or whatever. Julio was was no May's gonna come up the uh, pen. Wait, they have they have David Price. Uh, that's oh yeah. the four guy. Oh my goodness. And Bauer. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's why. Kershaw. Yeah, Kershaw's the third. Yeah, maybe that's why we're not bothering. What's the point? It's true. It's true. I mean, what like. What are we? Uh, oh, here we go. NLCS. Here, in yeah, the game three comes pitchers, Archie three. Bradley. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, right. Pitching the bets, fucking Bellinger and you know whoever <laughs> Max else. Max Munsinger. Next Jesus. Inning, yeah, next inning for us, Andrew Knapp's coming in. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Bringing Knapp yeah, to pinch hit. Pinch dude. hit. Oh shit! Oh, that dog's no. a fucking. Because Girardi Man. loves Girardi just probably loves him because he's a backup cat, former backup catcher himself. Oh yeah, you know you know they're, they're yeah, boys. you know they're, they're bonded. Nappy, Nappy's yeah. like five foot ten. Yo, to be honest, Nap didn't play bad last year. Nappy, he showed a lot of heart. Nappy had a lot of heart. That guy fucking sucks. He showed a lot of heart. That guy fucking sucks. Are we allowed to curse on this podcast? Sorry, I've been absolutely. I, 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 you know, we have explicit. On like that. I said, I, I, I'm projecting a, a third, a third place finish. Penis. Third place finish with a possible wild card. I think three teams might make it. That is. I, I actually also Orleans? or the Nationals, uh, Braves, Nationals. No, Braves, Mets, Mets and Phillies. Phillies. Yeah. Oh, we're not making. Oh, sorry. We're no, no. We're not making it. The Mets are nasty. Yeah, yeah, Mets are. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, but they're the Mets. And the Nationals are still. And the Nationals are still good. Bryce, so, so. I hope Bryce Harper remembers what poverty's like. Because <laughs> he's he's here and yeah. you're in it, bud. Because Nola's gonna melt down every September apparently. <laughs> Cold weather Nola yeah, is not good, Nola. dude. Uh, it's cold. I don't like it here no more. <laughs> if we're we're going to continue to throw out Vince Velasquez as our second starter, Maybe third starter. Then Chief Prick will build a dome or something yeah. for, for fucking Nola, the pitch then, ball. We, then we finally think we got a fucking yeah. young flamethrower coming up. The dude comes up. That guy he, stinks! He pitches in like eight games and has yeah. like a 12 yard. Spencer. <laughs> Spencer Howard. Spencer Rattler. Rattler. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's what I'm saying. Well, no. Like, oh, we don't should... trade Spencer Howard. We, we traded Sixto. Don't trade Spencer. Yo, we should draft. I mean, we should, nasty. we should let Hurts play quarterback next year and be bad and draft Rattler. No. No. Come on, man. <laughs> We're getting Sam Howe. We're getting Dollar Store Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is Dollar Store Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Well, nah, if you give him a run game and a defense yeah. and uh, a couple wide receivers yeah. and... Two, two, two uh, Pro Bowl running backs. Yeah. I will say, he should have beat the Chiefs. That's yeah. not, that was not his fault. All right. Put you on the spot. But Does Ian Book make an NFL roster? Uh, he'll be on a practice squad next year. Practice squad? Yes. Ian if Book will be CFL? on a practice squad next CFL? year. Uh, he will be very successful in the CFL with that receiver that gets the running start. I think that'll give him a quick decision to make because if Ian Book has to read the defense, it's yeah. going to be a problem. It's a problem. Let's... uh. Let's get into a little bit of hockey so Corey doesn't get mad at us. Oh, uh, yeah, hockey. This is the first time hockey's been talked about. I, I get a lot of uh, flack from the puckheads. You know, you uh, about, about Yeah, you know, you're, you're not you talking about our flyers. Guess what? Well, my my flyers the other night embarrassed me against the, those those Neanderthals in Boston. And the lackluster effort didn't get it done last year against the Islanders. Completely outmanned. The team's just quicker, stronger, and faster than us. We take them seven. We still lose. Uh, a Carter Hart just... Poops himself on a, on a, on random nights, given nights. 
Ivan Provorov is a Russian spy, absolute tank. Uh, you got Kevin Hayes, who's a beast. All right, big guy. This guy's going off. All right, then you got then you got that fraud. All right, you got that fraud, Claude Giroux, dude. Every year in the playoffs, I watch this guy skate around, lose faceoffs, and do nothing. Do nothing but wear the C on his shirt. And then that guy Couturier is playing with a broken spleen and a torn kneecap. And he's out there. Score! Doing yeah. that, all right? So I want to... Uh, Nolan Patrick's in. back as well. I do want to make one... Uh, I think the Flyers represent the Eastern Conference this year and and lose in the Cup. That, I hope that's so. That's my prediction, by the way. I think the East is a little bit down right now. It's going to be a very weird year with the divisions and everything. Yeah, you're not going to know who the, what's the East, what. The East is by far the toughest division in, in hockey. Yeah. And is it, is it the Eastern or what is it, the Metropolitan? I don't no, even know. We're what in the Metropolitan Division. The, whatever, but this yeah. year is different, though. I think it's, just, I think it's East this year. Oh, I'm not really? Gonna, I th- yeah, it's... Uh, we are the East Division, yes. Yeah. So Jesus. it's you got Boston, Philly, just Wa- making shit up. I mean, here. but listen to this: you got Boston, Philly, Washington, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, the Devils, the Sabers, the Islanders. Yeah, that's the division. And the gauntlet. I believe the the Eastern Conference representative is coming out of that division. And I, I right now the Flyers are in second. What are they doing against Boston right now? Actually, Flyers tied zero zero going into the third period against Boston right now, and. Um, I don't know, man. I don't see. It seems like the Islanders have really taken a step back. I don't know what happened. They're in the. They're the. They are the very. Yeah! Let's go! We just scored right on cue, baby. JVR. Would it be Bay Reamer? Uh, hey, are you out there, Moose? We're Who's playing see, tonight? Is it Carter or Moose? In the NHL, we're going to see... Carter got hurt in practice uh, today or Moose, something like that. Moose. Oh, what a deflection. Oh, wow, nice deflection by JVR. Yeah, NHL, we're going to see... JV yeah, Reamer. Back. Back, back. More than likely, In the yeah. NHL? You think, you think Tampa Bay? Yeah, they're they're nice. There's a chance, but but here's the thing, man. It's like it's like the college football program that plays nobody the whole year. The e- the East is is tough, man. It's it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Then again, you could also argue the East is gonna grind each other down all year. Yeah. They're gonna be fucking dead. It's two yeah, game exactly. series every time. I guess it depends. I'm I'm sticking with that. I think the Flyers represent the represent the uh, Eastern Conference this year. And they play. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just. Uh, Who do they play? Lions? Is he working on it? Uh, he's always our fighter. Ask him to see if it's packed. But, um... Shout out to Brian at Ots. Brian, Brian And another sponsorship we want to fit in here at the hour, Mark. Thank you all for listening. Brian at Ots. We love you. And thank you, Ots, for always being a great host to my drunken endeavors. I just wanted to thank you We're guys going there personally. And I will be down there personally to thank you in a couple minutes. Um... <laughs> Couple other things I guess we'll do real quick because we should probably wrap this up soon. We gotta. Yeah, I mean, we gotta UFC, know. UFC. I, I think Fight card this, this is the win. I'm oh, well, he, he did it already. No, right? before UFC, before UFC. I already did it, but they, they have. I want to touch some. I want to touch some golf to sleep tonight. I want to touch some golf though. Paige Van Zandt go to sleep tonight. Paige bigger. Does Jose Canseco go to sleep tonight? Wow. No. No. I think he. I think he hits this dude with a right hook and he goes down. I think, I think it goes to a decision. That's three one minute round. Three, one oh minute yeah, it's going to decision. Decision, I believe. They're both going to be hey, dead tired in the third never round. Never forget when Jose Canseco got knocked out. Don't quote me on that, by the way. Hot take, hot box. I do not know if it's three one minute yeah. round. <laughs> I think that's what it, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's what it is though. Jose Canseco got knocked I, out. Have, five, six, they have twenty fights on him. It's it's either three two or three ones. I don't. I forget what yeah, it is. It's, it's a one minute round. I think it's three ones. It's three ones. I think. 
But God, what were you saying? Sorry. No, no, I said uh, Jose Canseco's done this boxing thing before, and he got knocked out by Vaisika Hammer. He sure did. Former Eagle player. Vaisika Hammer rocked him? Rocked him at the uh, surf stadium in AC. Wow. Yeah. For a little tidbit for all you guys, look it up, dude. The brawl at the beach. Canseco lost, it. lost his last fight, too. He's a bomb. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This Billy dude's going to fuck him up. Canseco's trash. But. Yeah, they do several testing for these fights? No. No, no way. You see him? He's huge. You oh, see? my goodness. His tricep looks like a horseshoe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just. Amazing. By the way, I just slandered Claude Giroux. I love that guy, and I have his picture right here on the wall. But you got to show me something in the playoffs, bro. Listen here, guys. That's enough. You're too. Show up, G. You're getting pushed around. Ever since he, he came out and he said, "I'm the best player in the world," and he Laviolette, checked, and he checked Crosby. Yeah, Laviolette. Yeah. Haven't seen him. Haven't heard from him since. Yeah. Honestly. So, uh, real quick, UFC card. I guess you know it's another fight. Well, did, well, did talk good. UFC. Yeah. Don't even talk about this card. Just talk UFC generally. What? What? Like. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I mean, what do you want to do? What does Connor do next? Well, no, no, no. Who cares, honestly? We'll say this. We'll say this. No, no, no. We'll say this. I think coming into twenty twenty one, we're thinking about two divisions. It's mostly, I guess, now it's not just two divisions, but I would say fifty five, eighty five usually. With heavyweight. But now, but but now the eighty five guy is John Jones fight. Well, what I mean by the eighty five is it was Adesanya. Now he's going to two hundred five. So it's like. The, the Izzy show, we'll just call it that. Whatever weight class that may be. Heavy, middle, light heavy, and 55. I think those are the two divisions that you really care about right now. 45 looks to be heating up, though. Yes. And, and welterweight. And I, I thought welterweight was great for a little bit, but it's just the Usman show, and it's boring fights, and it's just not. You know what? Overall division is tough because there's a lot of those, some of those divisions. Like, I think Bantamweight, yeah, when, when fun TJ right comes now, back, it's dude. like the top five or six guys are like, Beast, absolute beast. Yeah. But other than that, it, like heavyweight garbage. Two hundred five is an absolute barren wasteland. Lightweight's uh, the show. Lightweight's lightweight's the show lightweight's of the UFC right be the now. Show. Seventy has a lot of guys. But it does, just, but the Usman fights are all just boring. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Masvidal's one of the most exciting fighters in the UFC, and he fought Usman. It was the most boring fight I think I watched yeah. in five years. So it's like. You know, when when Usman knows he's fighting a really good striker, he's a he's, he is he is the premier wrestler in the UFC aside from Habib, who's not in the UFC anymore, and so he's gonna wrestle. Yeah, yeah it's like we all like to see it. But he wasn't fun. scared. No, of, he, he wasn't he wasn't scared of Colby at all. Looking back, yeah, because Colby's got pillows. Col- yeah, Colby, Colby hits you with volume, not with power. Yeah, so. Usman got rocked. He Colby. did. Oh yeah, that was a great. I want to see that one back. I want to see that one hundred percent. He also broke his jaw. Yeah, broke his jaw. It's a good so. fight. It's a good fight. Absolute great fight, dude. Oh, yeah. They went to war. But no, I mean the idea that I was saying that like coming into t- like if we're just talking UFC in general, I look forward to see what happens at fifty five because it looks like it's gonna probably end up being Connor and Poirier again, which is almost funny. But you know, Connor's Connor's the money fight, and so like we said earlier, Oliveira bailed on his la- on his chance to to keep what? keep his thing going and so they're gonna they're gonna put him in the closet for the next year. Well, the That's just they did with Edwards like you said. You're not owed a title fight because no. you win you you're you're not, win something. Because now that. now guess what happens? They're going Chandler Gaethje. Yeah I, I think they're going Chandler Gaethje the winner of that is gonna they're gonna fight whoever Connor and Poirier I think you exactly. go Connor Poirier is gonna fight for the belt and then Gaethje uh Chandler are gonna fight. And yeah. they're gonna fight whoever won the Poirier Connor fight and then Oliveira will fight somebody I'll after tell you that. what will end up happening I think Connor, if Connor beats Poirier again, or beats Poirier in, in the trilogy, which is not nowhere near luck. I'm not saying that, but I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. I think the most likely guy he fight, Khabib comes back to fight is Chandler. And that, as crazy I agree. as that sounds, no, I agree. Like, I agree. He's the new, fresh challenge. He can wrestle. They can kind of sell that a little bit, even though he'll fucking squash him. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I think that that's like the one that they can say, all right, like, but I don't know if that's, is that 30 and out? Is that the one? He has 29, Next time yeah. Kubik comes back, it's, it's going to be a big deal. And he is coming back. All right, he is coming back. Yeah. It's It's got to be a, a Connor. Is it 55? A GSP. Yes. A Usman. That would be wild if Habib came back to fight Usman at 70. It would never do it, though. That would be fucking... I, I would... I, lo- think, I think Usman would get I think Usman problems. beats him. I think Usman would get I do. Usman's really good. Usman's big. huge, bro. Usman really might big. be in there at 205 when he's in there. He's a very good wrestler, but... He is, but I'm saying it's going to be... Ho- like, he's yeah. big, dude. Like, that's like that's like Khabib going to the gym and fucking around with DC wrestling. Yeah. Seriously, because it's, it's, it's a different body mass, yeah. weight, look, size. Like, Absolutely. everything's different. The guy we haven't heard from in a while. What do we think... Um, Masvidal's going to get into they're, they're, they're still Colby. working on the Kobe. Yeah, well, well they say, they keep saying, well, Kobe comes is coming out and telling everyone that he will not take the fight. Like he doesn't want. No, like he doesn't want to fuck with Kobe because Kobe keeps saying that like I, I'm. Oh, Masvidal know, doesn't want to. Masvidal doesn't want to fight Kobe. Come on, oh, really? Hazy. Mas- the hook. Masvidal will. I don't know who he, who's he gonna wind up fighting. I mean, he, I, I honestly probably believe it. It'll probably be Diaz again. Nate, run it back. Nate, when, Nate when fans are back. They'll, yeah. they'll do that. Well, like, because if there's no fans, it's nothing. I personally don't give a fuck. That's the same thing when like, people are like, yeah, oh, it's, it's... do you want to see the Connor-Nate fight again? No, I not right. I do, eventually. Not right now. Right now, I need to be proven that you're not a fraud. That, that's what I was saying. Jeez. I basically said the other day on, the, on this podcast. I need to. Someone needs to show me that he's not a fraud. Yeah. Because right now, I kind of think he's a fraud. Who? Connor. Yeah. Oh. So, you know what I'm saying? I like mean... He showed me great things, but right now, yeah. you can just I can just tell you, you know. So... You're not the same fighter. Okay. You don't fight like the same fighter. So you got you got, you got that. Did you see what GSP said last week? No. So he said he said all the talks of him and Khabib and Dana saying it was squashed. He said that's not true. No one's ever came to me. Oh really? He said he said I'm in a place right now with why would I yeah go approach them for yeah. that fight? He they said have to come and to then him. he I forget what else he said, but he ended it with. If they want me to fight, they know where I'm at. Yeah. Like, all, basically, offer me the yeah. fight. I don't fight. 100%. Because, yeah. dude, listen. You see that guy. Because, but he's another one. He will only fight for a top challenge. Yeah. He, he wants to As challenge he himself. Yeah. Because... When's the last time he fought? He went up to 85? 85 and beat Bisping. Come on. Yeah. And, and I understand the UFC side of it where they don't want to, like... But, like... GSP and Khabib That's the fight. is the perfect fight because those two are both going to be done after that. Yeah. That title is going to be yeah. vacant no matter what. So, so you might as well just have like a tournament happen. or whatever for afterwards. And like that's how you keep that the Connor thing it. going. That won't be it. No way GSP comes back to 55, though. They'll have to make that catch weight. They'll have to make that catch weight or something. I, no, they could, yeah, they or could 65. Catch I'm saying catch weight. Because they're both going to retire. What the fuck's it matter? Here you go. There's no belt. 65 and introduce the new belt. The new 65 right. division. That, you could do that at the same time, yeah. It would be huge. Yeah. I don't huge. know what you would name it, but it doesn't really matter. Catchweight. Just call it Catchweight. Yeah, the Catchweight. Oh Connor would live in that division. Yeah. Yeah. Connor would be the Catchweight. <laughs> yeah. The Catchweight. Yeah. Fight me at 152. Yeah, 152. 52 could be, but I know that last pound's going to kill you, man. I, f- I fought Floyd at 157. Yeah. I was 153.8. <laughs> so, the Floyd, I was around 160. But yeah, on that, I, I guess, you know, the UFC is going to... I'm spraying this shit on me calf now. <laughs> yeah, title spray. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> it's like nothing happened. Yeah, does that, does that help you check them, dude? Yeah, Make yeah, sure they don't yeah. happen in the first place? Yeah. Now, UFC-wise, though, the the big thing, I think the, this is what I always hit, the big thing, the big next thing for me is the Stipe and Goddard fight. 
That yeah. I, that I think is going to be. It could be the same thing, but I just have a feeling that Ngannou has made leaps and bounds. I think Ngannou knocks him out. That's what I think. Too. Uh, I, I, to be honest, and I think it's fast. I I actually agree. I, I think, think Ngannou fights are just that's just how I think they are. Fast. Yeah, like yeah, he's going to win or lose fast. Yeah. It's just one of the Listen other. Listen It's either you can take that punch that night, or you take can't. Me down, or, and then, or you yeah. can't. I rewatched the first one and. The wrestling was obviously Stipe bad. Stipe got hit with bombs. Stipe, uh, Stipe got hit with bombs. And Gondo got gassed himself out trying to get him out of there. Yeah. And he swung and missed so many times, yeah, dude. And you know what the whole thing is? Or the funny thing is? Fifth round, he's still in the fight. Like, yeah. he rocks him in the fourth round. Yeah. Yep. And, like, he's just like... But everything was this. Like, yeah. big... Oh, yeah. You can't see me right now, but big looping... It's like, like, a, it's like us in the UFC video game. Yeah, like... Just throwing those well, RB Matt, and well, A's. Matt. Or RB and oh, Ys, I guess, the overhand right. It's like you in the UFC game, not me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? Honestly, we're going be, to be done soon because I'm going to fire this uh, UFC <laughs> up. No, but the, I just want to tell Ngannou, Stipe, I do want to see uh, what Izzy looks like at 205 and see what that, that fight looks like. I think like. that'll be a quick one, probably. Uh, I don't know I think if it's, it's going to be a quick one, but I think he's going to just systematically destroy him. Like, I think he's going to start low and just work his way up. I think Jan can take a punch. By, by quick, I mean like the Paulo one. Like in the second oh, round. Right like, like, yeah, like yeah, you're just yeah. going to know yeah. this is not... 100%. This guy just doesn't do you, stand Do you think it's one and done? At, at 205? No, because I think he fought Jones there. I don't care. No. I don't give a fuck nah. what John says. John Jones is 280 pounds I don't right give a fuck what he says. If that fight is there, he will get to 205. These are the guys that always say this shit. Bro, that that's, what, that's what Izzy wants, bro, though. If I'm, I'm saying John, is, I'm not doing it. All I'm saying is that would take over a year for John to get back down to 205. Over a year. Well? Ideally, you would have those two fight in December. And, and you would have John and uh, Ngannou fight in... Because uh, I think Ngannou's going to win. John and Ngannou fight in July. And you say John wins... No, you know what you do. Well, do you, give, do you give John a... Do you think John right away is a title fight? Yes. No question. No, what you, what you do is... No questions do, asked. You do John... But does John want that? Does, does he not... He should. He's, he, he, he's a competitor. John and Izzy get that fight he's on the, the new the... International Fight Week that they just made this year. They're trying to hype that up, and they just did it this year for the first time out in Abu Dhabi. I think it just... I think it was the... What was it? The, the Connor fight, right? They called that International Fight Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you make that fight then... It headlines everything next year, and sure. next year shit's gonna be opening. And you're not doing it in Abu Dhabi. You can do it wherever, any so anywhere. Oh, next year, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because that fight's not gonna that fight's not gonna happen. No, because the international fight week just happened like two yeah. weeks ago. That fight won't happen without three weeks ago. So I'm saying because they're gonna need fans for that fight for one, and two, is he's fighting what April? Like he's not gonna fight again in fucking July. He might fight again in like Novemberish. But John's gonna fight before they fight, right? No. Oh yeah, he's fighting a heavyweight. His so that's fight yeah. is heavyweight. Yeah. So that's, but so that's what I'm saying though is he's gonna fight. <laughs> that what, man ain't bulking for nothing. He's gonna fight yeah, what yeah. in July or August yeah. probably. I think John. July, like the, the international the, fight. The next, yeah, international fight. Because yeah, like, Ngannou is ready the next month. Who? Ngannou. He's ready the next month. Yeah. Well, like, uh, if we think, listen, we're getting Stipe out of here like that. It might not go that way, but oh my god, I and that's th- Kevin Durant is out for the remainder of the game due to health and safety protocols. We just got fucked on our on our shit. So he played, so it's not voided. Yeah. So oh. he, he just ran in that game, gave everyone COVID, and then sat back down Mr. with the COVID. Mr. Dags hates the Nets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, yeah, because of oh, the, the, yeah, Kyrie, the Kyrie. Kyrie Irving thing. <laughs> Kyrie Irving needed, for all who don't know, Kyrie Irving needed one point to hit an odds boost. It was around plus 600. And he had 29 points uh, going into the fourth quarter, and he did not play a minute in the fourth quarter. They blew them out. And it, uh, to say that that's hard, that he needed 30-plus points. To say that that's heartbreaking is an absolute understatement. I mean, that money was in my pocket and spent. 
And apparently to Mr. Daggs, too. Shout out to Mr. Daggs. And it, it just came up short. Uh, other than that, though, I think that's like the biggest fights that, fight that can be made. The, the Nganu and... Uh, John Jones. And John Jones, yeah. I mean, Khabib maybe comes back and fights whoever. Uh, who I'm honestly done caring about that guy. Or, uh, they're not... He's... If they, after all this time, strip him of the title in, like, all October and he never comes back... Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to be fucking disgusted. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to hit you something here. All right. Matchmaker Nelly? I might be in over my head. Okay. So, Ngannou wins the belt, or Stipe wins, doesn't matter. Who, okay. The winner's fighting John Jones. Yes, I believe so. John Jones beats that person. Beats said person. John Jones is the heavyweight champion. Your boy gave it one more. DC? No. A heavyweight? No. No, he's done. You don't think a heavyweight? He's big done. No, he's, it doesn't matter. He's big boy. He's 320 right now. Yeah, he's big boy. But the whole thing was, if he if he had beat Stipe <laughs> in that last fight, that that's what was going to happen. But, John was going to have so, to come so, up and get that. So you, you don't think at a much lower weight cut? No. And that opportunity, Dana calls him. No, I mean, he might take Dana it. Dana calls him. He'll get sparked very early on. John Jones, a heavyweight, I think is going to be a problem. Yeah, but I, I just think DC's skills. Like yeah. he at least was able to hang with John for a little bit in that in that fucking in that second fight. Like his skill set is is like there's the John God tier and then yeah. he's the tier below. Like yeah. he's right below him. No, right? yeah. But right now, when I saw that Stipe fight, dude, that's all I needed to see. Slower, not willing to wrestle, gassing out, just you know, not not the DC that I, yeah. I used to love. Just a thought, just thought. Yeah, you know, I feel you, but. I because then, I hope because then, where does John go? Who does he fight? Yeah, that's the thing. It has to be Izzy. You're, that's why you're probably right. He but that's the thing, though. Like, if he won the belt, it would just be okay. Well, now I know I can go win the belt here. I'm going back down to my weight. I don't think he would. I think he would just go back to 205 to beat. That's Izzy. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then but he would come back to heavyweight after. He, he might have to just fucking... It would beat he, some championship he, shit. Like no he one, might he might have to just fucking call it. Who who's he fighting? Seriously, who in the ranks is coming up that? Relatively close to John Jones' stats. 205? Or are you talking about... Like, heavyweight. heavyweight. He's going to be heavyweight. Well, heavyweight would just be... He'll be the champ. It would be the, tip, the, the usual suspects. Nganu. Overeem. It would be uh, Curtis Blades. Just guys like that. Curtis that. Blades is tough. I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it personally, but... You know I mean? Who knows? I mean, I'd much rather him go to 205. Cyril? Cyril Gunnay? Jesus. From France? No. French kickboxer? No, Dude, he's a beast. Yeah, John Jones. Any picks for tomorrow? Just for the record. Yes. I am... Frank on... Yeager's going to fucking sleep. Nope, okay. I'm, I'm putting it on the record. I am taking Frankie Edgar and Alistair Overeem. Okay. You put $10 in, I'm pretty sure it wins you like two nineteen. I'm uh, <laughs> I I am taking Overeem, by the way. But, uh, yeah, Frankie, Frankie Edgar's going to get hurt. <laughs> and if you don't like the Edgar fight, take it. It will go the distance. Frankie. Yeah, that's not actually not a bad it bet. It will go the distance. I think Sanhagen by points was the favorite. It was like plus 110. Like, uh, of the props. You Frankie, by, Frankie by points is like plus 400 something. I'm okay. sorry. Volkanovski or Tega? Uh, Ortega. I think Volkanovski lost last fight. If, if we get Korean Zombie or Tega, there's no one beating him on the planet. Okay. Uh, Usman and Burns next week. Burns. 
I think Usman just manhandled. Nelly him. says Burns, and Elwell says absolutely manhandled via Usman. You know what? It's, I don't even think it's going to be. I don't think it's even going to be close. Burns been off. It's been like a year, hasn't it, since he's fought? He fought Woodley during the pandemic, so probably. Oh no, no, yeah, no! But he was supposed months. to fight again. He got canceled. Nine months. Well, he's supposed to fight Usman. He got it. Yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to fight Usman. Yeah. I think Burns gives him problems. Uh, I'm not saying he's. I'm not picking him to win yet. I haven't really decided I, yet. But th- yeah, I'm with you. I I'll think, be betting Burns. I, I yeah, just because betting. just for the betting and the money uh, wise. The money, yeah, the, the line. He'll be plus whatever, and that's what I'm betting. But I think Usman, Justin's right. Will probably just grind him out. He these guys train together, and I feel like Usman's a little know. too confident. He knows he's gonna fuck this guy up. He knows he can't really fuck with him. So yeah, there, there's a thing, man. It's like. Burns got good jujitsu. He doesn't have great wrestling. He's got good jujitsu and he's got good striking. Yeah, but get, yeah. and he's not a real one. But man, U- Usman is gonna just wrestle. Fuck him, man. Just wait on him at all times. Usman's one seventy legit. Burns is no, no. Is U- Usman's one ninety legit. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Like no, I'm saying like like, like legit. Yeah. Like that's the Usman, mass capacity. Bro, Usman walks around like two hundred five. He's, he's, he's a big no, I'm saying like the max capacity that one seventy can hold is what Kamar Usman has. Uh, I agree. Like, yeah, like, there's no excess on yeah. that guy's body, bro. It's, nah. it's it's it's. I think it's one of those typical fights, like what Woodley did to some guys in his way up, like where he Woodley was a big dude as well, and like you, when these rest these guys that wrestle you sometimes they just they just wear you down and lean on you and lay on you, and your arms are doing this the whole fight. Yeah, and it just takes all the blood out of them. No. It's just, you just the power's not there anymore. It's I I just I don't see when it's it's one of those fights where I always try to look at these fights at like. How do I see each person winning? And I don't really see any way Burns wins. Uh, the only way I see Burns winning that is left like, hand. yeah, him, him catching him. And, left hand. And, and but I just don't like. I don't think Usman's gonna allow that. that to happen. Yeah, and I don't see that. So happening. that's the thing. Yeah, so, because yeah, that's just how Usman fights. It's boring, but it's just like I said. Yeah, it's effective. Betting wise, my money's gonna be on Burns. Yeah, just for the odds. Yeah. But uh, unless I, I can get some something good, like if Usman by points think, is like think, even yeah. money or something like that, I'll probably next take week, that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be diving into the props. Think, like like Matt said, I think Burns gives him problems, but Usman might cross him for the Absolutely. last two rounds. I think he will. That's a goal. You know what I mean? And there's one one here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this Bruins Flyers game. Uh, and I wanted to ask a uh, Jan Sterling. That's a tough uh, I've been saying Sterling the whole time. I, yeah. I, think, I, I think Sterling's I like a, Aljo, Sterling's man. a problem. Man. I like Aljo. Uh, but yeah. I'm going Jan. I, I'm, I'm still... Jan could just knock this dude out and like... I, I still... I need to see like what Jan is still. Like I feel like yeah. I've only seen like three Jan fights or like four Jan fights. Like, I don't yeah. really know. And one of them against Uriah Faber is just a walking... It was a walking fucking zombie. Fucking, uh, well, fucking we know... Fucked we, up Aldo. We know, Did he score? We know he yeah, hits hard. Bro, we know he hits hard. Fuck. We know Jan hits hard. Yeah. Jan does hit hard. He hits hard. For a little guy. Yeah. For sure he hits hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's two other fights that night. I'll let you know right now. Right? Who? Uh, oh, that's not... Is that the night... Um, Amanda uh, Nunes. Amanda Nunes. I mean... What's that? We don't even need to murder. talk. Yeah, yeah, we don't even need to talk. Via murder. So, so, and, and there's so we have... Life, I don't know. I can't remember what the... So we have... Um, so so it's Jan, Jan and Sterling. That's 25. 35. 35. 35. 35. Yeah, 25 is just fucking uh, Moreno and and what's his name? Is TJ getting that shot at that? Dana wasn't very committed about that. He didn't say, like, what was going to happen. So yeah, and then Jan and Izzy, and you have Izzy. 
You have Izzy. I think we all have right? Izzy in that fight, probably. Right? Izzy Jan. Once he gets submitted, yeah. Yeah, and I got Izzy as well. I mean, yeah. I'll probably, like, another situation, probably going to bet Jan because it'll be plus, like, 230, yeah. 240 or whatever. But, uh, but the thing again, is the, it'll, it'll probably be the same for me. Like, yeah. Unless I can get some Izzy prop that gets me my even exactly. money. Like, his I'll KO probably. will be, like, minus 220. You're yeah. like, fuck yeah, this, yeah. dude. The, I'm the, only, the only shot I'm, Jan has is a submission, and yo, I don't even think he's going to be able to get him nah, to Nah, yo, yeah. Izzy might, like, it, this might oh be a fight where Izzy subs Tries to sub and show off all the sub gas him, dude. Yeah. Flyers just can't beat this team. Yeah, I know. This is uh, my parlay. They're another dead. disgraceful performance against the Boston Bruins. Uh, goal, you know, I'm, I'm done with the Flyers. I'm not you, talking to them anymore. might be in trouble. Uh, I think that's it. I think anything else you guys want to get on? Uh, we got to talk a little golf. Golf. We got to talk a little golf before we go. Quick segment on yeah, golf. Yeah, I think talk golf. Yeah, for sure. I I just want to talk about the Tiger Duck. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. But... Yeah. Dude, it's, it's. I'll tell you what. We'll just because who's gonna win the Masters? This That's is what, what I, I do. Um, Shoffley. I, I. I. We talked earlier. I think Xander's gonna have a, a really good year. I, I don't. Again, he, he's leading in, in this podcast. He's leading the Waste Manager right now. Xander is after two rounds, and the, the thing about Xander is he's done this a lot of times the past couple of years. He's got seven runner-up finishes since his last win. Yeah. So, this it'll be. This weekend will tell me if this is the year of Xander or not. If he can close one of these things out. And quite frankly, I'd like to see him just blow these dudes yeah, away like, these yeah. last couple days. Because right now he's the best player on the planet. These Start The past like away. four or five months, him and JT have just played better golf than anybody in the world. And, and world ranking and all that doesn't really show that. But they have been ridiculous lately. And Masters. Yeah, I think the Masters, Xander's had so many good finishes the Masters. And his, I think he's been there four times and he's got three top tens. So, uh, Xander, but you look at you asking them, you, are you asking me who would I put my money on? Teed up. Well, hey man, I'm putting my money on the Coke Boy himself, DJ. DJ, the defending champ. I, that guy has a that guy has another mode he switches into. He does, Apparently, too. he does. He does now when it matters most, and you know, him and his brother with the putting, dude. Unfucking believable. Yeah, there, there's a lot to kind of. We'll do a Masters podcast before oh, the yeah, Masters, no and we'll get all we'll into know it. More. But, but I also do really believe, and I hate saying this, I, I feel like a golf course that promotes a drawer off the tee that is now helping guys that are longer because the course they made a little bit longer, they back some tees up. I don't see how Bryson's not the favorite. At the oh, Masters, yeah. oh, at yeah. the Masters, every single yeah, year. But, but it, it's it's and it's they always said if you're a drawler off the tee, it it, promo, it promotes a draw. Every every not every hole, but most holes go right to left out there. A lot of out of bounds. So the out of bounds is usually left when the dog leg left. So it's like you you think that Bryson. I mean, he's a drawler. He hits it a fucking million miles. Absolute beefcake. <laughs> yeah, rock uh, you, you just think at this point that, man, how do you bet against you, the guy? Yeah. E- even though I, I can't, I just can't stand him. I, I got to be honest, and I'm a professional golfer at this point in my life. I don't know what I would do if I was around him, but I just hate his persona. It's something I just yeah. can't stand. It. I don't know what it is. It bothers me. It, 
I don't even. I'm not even gonna be like he's bad for the game or any of this shit. It's, I just don't like him. His arrogance does bother me. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is what it is. As a fa- as a fan, as it's a, a fan. Jeff Cat. He might be a nice guy. It's a persona yeah, though. Like, like there's exactly. something to it that's like I'm better than you because I'm fucking. Because I hit my shit ears, 300 fucking yards. It's like good for you, dude. I'm I'm happy for you. Great. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, the Masters this year will be extremely fun to watch because. There's so many storylines, right? Like, Jordan Spieth right now is starting to play good golf again. And yeah. I would love to see him start playing well at some of the majors this year. So that's one. The Tiger Woods storyline is always there. To add to that, he has, an, he has another back surgery. Yeah, it's always there. Brooksy will be there. He's always there. That'll never change. You'd like to see Rory pick up the career grand slam there. Yeah. I, I mean... Right, the wrong. These are the yeah, things and that... Have, and you have those guys that always are around the top ten. Always, the always. The Roms, the Finals. Yeah. You have all those yeah. guys. The Masters this year there. will be... See, golf is in the best place it's ever been, and I say this every year, because it's just the most growing sport in the world right now. And so every year there's a younger audience. Every year... I mean, think about it. Me, I'm different. Obviously, I've done this like for all, but you guys have gotten into golf in the past three years. You didn't even know anything about I golf five I years ago. I barely you know? play it's, golf, and I'm lost. Yeah, so it's it's a growing it's a growing breed and a growing sport in this country, and so it's an exciting time for golf in general. Like 2020, they said the biggest boom in golf we've ever had in the history of golf when it comes to people playing. I forget what the exact amount of rounds that were played last year were, but it was um, almost double what it was in 2010. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, so, I played a ridiculous amount. Yeah, of golf. dude, you can't even get a you can't even get a tee time. Yeah. Yeah. So golf's having a yeah, golf's <laughs> having a boom right now, and that's why you're seeing so many of these guys that are oh, like golf is so deep right now, man. It's incredible. Like the, anybody, you get to a point where I don't want to say anybody can win, but we were just talking earlier. There's this kid that had this weird freak out because he Monday qualified for the event this week and so in other words there's three extra spots on Monday qualifiers they allow like an open any human being can go try and get in there's a pre-qualifier then if you make that you're in the Monday qualifier and this kid who went to the University of Illinois Nick Hardy uh he's my he's our age he's 24 I think maybe 25 and he gets in and he does these crazy like fist pumps like 100 times cringeworthiest thing yeah the cringest thing you've ever seen in your life like just just looked ridiculous and this kid's seven under four shots off the lead or whatever right now. <laughs> fucking 12th place. So that just tells you how deep but golf is. Some money. Yeah, how deep <laughs> is golf right now when the last guy in the field is, is in the top 15 right now yeah. the chance to win? I mean, it's there, just man. crazy. And that golf's going to be super exciting. And I think the big thing that's helped golf, like, not a, I don't know about, like, golf is super exciting, but especially just, like, the – it seems like the social media aspect of, like, getting to know the different guys – has that like helped me especially become a fan? Oh, yeah. I didn't know anything about like Justin Thomas or like yeah. Brooks. Like I oh, yeah. knew I knew they were great golfers, but I didn't know like oh like I think like Brooks is I think Brooks is fucking hilarious. Like he's he doesn't like, give a, a real shit dude. about golf. He's at just all. a normal he just, human being. He's really good at it, so he just does it. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It. And but you're right. It's just funny. the different shit about those guys that I never would know. And I'm like I'm like oh wow I like that guy. I root golf for that guy. Is, I root for this guy. Golf is promoted so much better than like. Baseball, baseball, hockey, yeah. you know, like they promote themselves a lot of the time, which is needed. But there's, oh my god, just, oh no, what a save. there are the sport itself promotes its players and gives them the platform. That's a trip. No call, no oh call my there. God, are you f- yes, it did. No, good call, good call, good call. But uh, yeah, we don't gotta go much further. Look no. out for me. I'm going down to the mini circuits yeah. uh, this weekend. I wanted to plug that for sure. So Wait, keep an eye circuits. out. 
Yeah, we're going down, playing some mini tour events. We're trying down, to win uh, some money, win, win some, win some, uh, you know. Win some money, make make our way up there, and slowly but surely on tour. So, oh my. We want to get to Augusta. So, uh, yeah, look out for me. West Florida tour I'm playing on right now. Um, I think it might be time to go drink, boys. Yeah, I'm really thirsty. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of the Hot Take Hot Box brought to you by Modelo Especial. Brewed with a fighting spirit and also New Amsterdam vodka. I haven't had it, but it does look delicious behind the boards right there. Uh, gentlemen, you want to say your parting goodbyes before you go? Yeah, man. Keep following sports. Keep listening to the podcast. This thing's going to take off this year. Appreciate you having me, buddy. And uh, let's get fucked up. Yeah. Yes, sir. Pleasure to be here. I hope to be on again very soon. Uh, after party at off. Let's go. Let's get drunk! I love you. Good work, boys.